Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. Renewing the Mind. Key verse is Romans 12:2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In the key verse, why do you think Paul warns Christians, do not be conformed to this world? Well, first he means the world belief systems, practices, and customs when they oppose God and his word. And second, it's because the world systems belong to a malevolent being, Satan. And by the way, one of the ways Satan operates is to minimize his presence and influence in the world. One of the ways he does this is by using humor. When many people picture Satan or the devil, what image comes to their mind? Yes, it's a a man with a red suit, small horns, and a pointy tail with a pitchfork. But he is a highly intelligent being with much experience at deceiving and destroying people. And however, I don't want to get off on a tangent here about Satan, but rather look at how it's better to focus on renewing our minds according to God's design and using the Bible as our guide. The devotion focus is our mind's focus determines renewal, or not. What we allow our minds to focus on determines our outlook on life. It shapes our decisions and affects our reactions. If I focus only on negative thoughts, think national and world news, politics, etc., it wouldn't take me long to slide into depression. But if I focus my mind on positive, healthy thoughts, such as God's sovereign power over all creation, including controlling the destiny of nations, If I think about God's love, which he declares in Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39, then the truth in these verses will help me to transform my mind and strengthen me. Romans 8, 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, verse 39, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And then, believing this, I'm less likely to fall prey to destructive thoughts. My experience with renewing my mind has involved counseling in the past. I learned through cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, to replace negative toxic thoughts and self-hatred with positive truth about my position before God. And then understanding my position led me to understand better my identity within God. I'm going to cover just a few verses to help with the process of renewing your own mind if this is something you want to do. These verses have to do with something Jesus said in John 15:9, and what he prayed in John 17 and what Paul wrote about in Colossians 3.3. Listen to John 15:9. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. John 17, 9. And this is Jesus praying to God the Father. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And in John 17, 16, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. In John 17, 20, I do not pray for these alone but also for those who will believe in me through their word. In Colossians 3.3, Paul writes, For you died, 
and your life is hidden with Christ and God. If you and I could only believe these verses alone, just these few verses, we could face almost anything in life that comes against us. Of course, it would take not only belief, but also we must study each verse in depth to get the full understanding of what each one declares. So let's go over each one briefly. Now, John 15, 9, this is my life verse. But even then, several years ago, it took me 18 months of reading it first thing each morning and last thing every night before I began to believe it deep in my heart. In this verse, Jesus tells us his Father, God, loves us the same as he loves him. Take a moment later and think on this some. God's love for each one of us is exactly the same degree, and that's infinite, an infinite degree of the love he has for his Son. Now, how is this possible? It's because Jesus' death provided atonement, that's payment in full, for all the sins of the human race. Pardon from sin is available when we ask forgiveness and trust what Jesus said about uh, that we must be born again. This new birth gives us life as God's child. Listen to John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him. Now in this verse, he's talking to Nicodemus, a priest, which snuck out to his camp at night so none of the other religious leaders in Jerusalem would see him talking with Jesus like this. But he had asked Jesus a question, and Jesus answered with these words, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And then John 3.16, which may very well be the most famous verse for evangelical Christians, it reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then John 3.17. Jesus continues, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now, this is a fantastic declaration of Scripture. And then there's 1 John, I'm sorry. And then there's John 1.12, backing up a few chapters. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Now, I don't have time to go over every verse declaring us as children, but here are a few if you want to look them up later. It's Romans 8.16, then 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, and then 1 John chapter 3, verse 10. These verses and others explain how God can and does love each one of us the same as he loves his son. Furthermore, what Jesus prayed in John 17, 9, 16, and 20 reveals our standing as children, is a result of Jesus' prayer made possible by his death on the cross. And that's when he took our place. And now listen to Colossians 3.3. Paul writes, For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Again, if we study this verse in depth, it will reveal deep truths about you and about God. For you died. Now this means spiritually, And by faith placed in Jesus' atonement, his payment for your sin, you died to the law of God requiring your death for sin. But you died in Jesus. Now, this is all spiritual realities. And in Romans 6, 4, Paul writes, Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, 
even so we also should walk in newness of life. Now, our newness of life involves being so much one with Jesus that we are called his body or his bride. And this is how our life is hidden with Christ in God. This means, among other things, we are eternally safe after placing saving faith in the Son of God. Now, the summary is to renew our minds takes an intentional effort to read God's Word over and over, that we gain a deeper understanding of it, one that we cannot get by skimming through it while in a hurry before rushing out the door for whatever is demanding our time. Now, the action to consider is a great practice is to pray God's word back to him. Now, here's a couple of good verses to start with. Then look into the Bible's treasury on your own to discover others. This is a portion of a prayer Paul is offering for the Ephesians, and we can pray the same for ourselves. Ephesians 1.18 The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And likewise, Paul prays this for the Colossians. Colossians 1.9 For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Colossians 1.10 That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Verse 11, strengthen with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy. Now, next week's devotion is the Bible, God's eternal word. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.